We've got 10 nights until the next full moon. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. Pilots that showed unidentified flying objects. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I don't believe 99% of the things that people claim they've seen. I think this is in that 1%. A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. G'day and welcome back to the Manly Tiger Podcast. My name is Bree Wolf, and I am sitting here as always with Jordan Ernst and Joshua Ernst. How are you guys? Good. Good, thank you. We are back. Yeah, we've been gone. I've missed you guys. Have you? <laughs> I have missed you guys. I know people, I, I feel like grandma's always like, do you see the boys? Like, do you do you see the boys? When do you see From them? From a I'm distance. Like, I'm like, I do, but like only for podcast things. She's like, what about like family? And I'm like, nah, we, no, don't, we nah. don't really do that much family stuff, really. It's just the podcast now. And she's like, you're just telling me that? <laughs> no. It's, it's legit. When we first started this, I literally thought the hardest thing would be like talking into a microphone to yeah. people out there listening to us. The hardest thing is getting three people to meet in the same Dude. place yeah. at once. It's hard because it's like, for me, it isn't really. Oh, well, it is because I need someone to be able to like have Juniper while we do this. So someone needs to be watching her. And I work my roster. You have a roster. You've got two I work two that, jobs as well. Yeah, you... Yeah. Full-time, shut for a part-time oh, wait, back yeah. farmer. <laughs> I was like, I... For, it's for really a heating up right like, now too. Oh, is it? Yeah, is it, it is. poultry season, oh, is it? Mate, it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's just bird season. Are people creepy? That yeah. That stuff? Yeah. yeah. Good. Like you can... It's like count the teeth at the market. Oh, really? Yeah. It's hillbilly. Can you point to the duck's bum? I, I just want to think about it right it, <laughs> This one quick story. It's actually quite funny. Um, yes. I was there and they're really like casual with their sales and that at the yeah. auction. They're like throwing them on the, the table and sliding them across. Who wants it? Two bucks. Take it two bucks. Wait, where, you go? Oh, wait, yeah, where, where do you go to this auction? In town. Like what at the- It's on this Saturday. No, I'll save sorry, your suit. Sorry, whereabouts in town? Uh, the showground. Oh, oh, the duck mark. Oh, that makes okay. Go yeah. ahead. It kind of makes me sad and the way just, they handle the. There's just the one guy like. with a cowboy hat, and he was like real country, real scary. Like you wouldn't want to look at him sideways; he'd beat you up. And like he was bidding on this, of course, the biggest, muscliest looking rooster I've ever seen. It was like a, <laughs> one of those. He was suiting it up for fighting, and he's bought it, and he just walks straight up. You know, you pay the money and take the box, yeah. and you know, casually put him somewhere and keep bidding or take it home with you. He walks up, punches a hole in the box. Don't. Grabs it by the legs and just tears it through the cardboard. No way. <laughs> Trigger warning. Is Are you it, serious? Okay? I wouldn't. It, yeah, it, it's like a soft cardboard, and um, I think it pissed everywhere, so it was <laughs> it was extra soft. But yeah, it was fine. But he's just like gone up, punched why it, punch left, it, like punch the box. Box, like, not the chill. You no, know, no, I know, but well, why? it's going to be a fighting rooster, I'm assuming. Macho man. <laughs> yeah. But it was the craziest thing I've seen. Like just strolls up like nothing, That's bang, some toxic pulls it out. Oh, it was, yeah, it it was horrible. Then he struts out like a rooster, holding this thing upside down. This thing is. It was scary. What he had. When hanging. I say cowboys like that, it's always you always see this combo, and I always still find it really weird. But it seems to really fit. It's like the meth cowboy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I always see cowboys that look like meth addicts, and uh-huh. I'm always like, strange combo, but also kind of goes together. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's probably just because they they overworked on the farms. They they work so hard that fucking horses kick teeth out or whatever, and they were like, ah, yeah. And I'm oh. just like meth cowboy. Well, it was that probably scary? Not- the rooster, though. I honestly think he was just trying to like tell it who was boss straight up, so it didn't attack him. It, well, he was laying down the law first. It was nearly up. the size of him. He didn't want to give it a chance. Nah. No, really. I think it had a saddle on it. <laughs> that 
poor rooster, he probably takes it home. He's like, you're my most precious friend. And he, like <laughs> sleeps with him and stuff. Sorry yeah. to do that, but Sorry. keep up appearance. <laughs> yeah. No way. He was like, that box was awful. It was all wet. I couldn't keep you in there for another second. I had to save you. Come he's sleep like, in bed with me. He's like super beautiful. But yeah, it's like a roster thing. I'm just yeah. like, it's going on. What so surprised me the most about it is the amount of people that come up to you and ask you like, Dude, where have you been? In shopping centers? Yeah. I'm like, like I singleton, singleton fucking celebrity now. When, when we started this, I thought it was just going to be like a hobby. I didn't even, besides like maybe some friends and family are going to listen to us. But some we still shit. ain't getting paid for this shit. No, like. but <laughs> like some people have come up and said they've been listening while they've been mowing the lawn, when they're going to sleep. I don't know whether that's a compliment that's or not. But do we put me to sleep? Yeah. No, I can't sleep. <laughs> that scares me though, because then I'm like, oh, people are listening should I? Nah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I had to give a shout out. Your sister-in-law actually asked me to give a, a shout out to our number one fan. Blake, yeah. Blake. Yeah, Blake. Yep. Apparently he listens to us all the time. Honestly. Yeah. He was the one that was listening to us. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Blake. Yeah. He said I was his favorite. Oh, did he? I don't know. I didn't hear that I part. Just mm. <laughs> I just assume. I just assume. We'll wait till I see him next time then. <laughs> Come on, I got to be. I'm the only one because sometimes it might be hard to differentiate between your voices. Really? So... Uh, do you ever start a podcast? Like for me, it was last podcast on the left. Now I listen to it and I'm like, eh, it's so easy to tell everyone apart. When I first started, I was like, this is going to be a mission. Mm. Like, when you have three people. Mine's like deeper and slurry. I Mine's like a little I bit slur. more like whiny. Yeah. He's doing, it. <laughs> He's doing it now. He's whining about being whiny. Josh is the one who says the dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> George is the one who corrects him. Yeah. <laughs> But we wanted to do in because uh, we had we planned to record around April Fool's Day, mm. and then that kind of fell through again, just with schedules and everything. And I got an infected tooth that swelled up, and then I had to be on a bunch of endone. And I mean, was, we're not doing too good lately, are we? Nah. In the health department, uh-uh. everyone I know is sick in our yeah. family. You're always sick. I'm always You've sick. Got the, and then we got Juniper, who's like not sick, but like she got problems. Then you got mum. <laughs> And then you got me with my tooth and then Beck with her tooth because oh, I was just like debacle. literally copying Beck. You know, yeah. you're supposed to like message your sister-in-law and be like, hey, what do I do with this? Like, how do I bake this? What am I, what nail polish goes with this? And I'm like, what did you do with your tooth? Yeah, did you drain <laughs> it? Did you get antibiotics? I was like, how swollen does it have to be before I have to go to the hospital? I love it. You're just like, can I just go to the hospital and get it drained? She's like, no, you got to go to John Hunter for that. And you're just like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I just messaged back and I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just going to die. I don't yeah. care. I'm, I would, and I think it's such like a far mentality that we got from dad it's like unless you are dying mm. you don't need a doctor and like if you have to go to hospital like it better be death mine's more laziness i just yeah, don't want to get up and get in there yeah but it took back like 11 hours to get a bed yeah i'm not sitting in there for 11 nah. hours but then i contemplated it because then dan would have to look after juniper and i could just sit in there <laughs> you like think it's like a holiday like like, a little yeah, spa retreat. Like, do you want to come in and i'm like no <laughs> i'm fine here thanks. so dan's look, he'd probably prefer to have the toothache than be stuck at home with a child <laughs> to be fair he still did all the work anyway <laughs> <laughs> but i picked her up i had the worst swollen jaw it was so bad. It was like all From down. flapping your gums all the time. Probably. That's what dad's like. Stop talking. I was like, I can't. <laughs> but Juniper had my phone. Like she just likes to hold it. And I, I was holding her and she hit me in the jaw with the phone. And I couldn't see. <laughs> was, what? And I felt the urge. What do you mean you couldn't to, see? Because it was that painful, you know, when it's just white straight away. Like when you she get just hit. just wanted a KO on you. I've I never had that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. But I've heard about it. Yeah, it was like that much pain that everything just went white. Like not forever, like momentarily. And I felt like I needed to vomit straight away. I was like, i got to vomit. And then I was like, love you. She starts crying because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, ah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm scared. I'm oh. like, why? Now I'm fucking got a panda to you. <laughs> and I'm the one dying. Kids, man. You can't even nuts. see her. Where are you, Juniper? Yeah. 
I'm going to see you here on the fireplace. It's going to be fine. Mm. And Millie so, started NRL. Yeah, she going with that? It's um, it's horrible. Really? <laughs> like from like a she's fine. No, she's really she's like quick, athletic, all that sort of stuff. You mean like extra shit to do? No, oh that that is happening too. But not so much that. It's just watching under sevens play football. Oh, I, okay. I thought it'd be erratic. It is. It's really? horrible. I would have likened it to watching Manly play football. Well, oh, not that bad. That's not well. Sorry, George. Well. No, um, I don't watch football, so I wouldn't know. They score tries. If, if people out there don't know what NRL is. <laughs> they score tries. It's literally like a little bit like gridiron, but for men. They don't wear all the padding <laughs> and stuff like that. But Josh's daughter, Matilda, has signed up for it, which isn't like... You don't really see much young girls not, playing. No. So they the patriarchy doesn't allow them usually. Yeah. No. no, they literally once you get once women get to a certain age, they're not allowed to play anymore. No, because you can't tackle and touch boobies. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> changed now. You can. Oh really? Can they really? Yeah, they've changed it because they're so. No, so but many, like yeah. oh, I was about to say interspecies. I mean, like <laughs> mixed. Oh, you can't. Once you get to a certain yeah. stage, you're versing guys that are twice your size and they yeah. want to tear you in half. And that was my next but you question. You should be allowed to if you want. To. Oh, yeah, but. Okay, you give them a chance. <laughs> They'd soon come crawling off the. They like, would. it's just a fact. You watch those teams compared to. The, I've been watching the women's NRL teams, like the yeah. actual NRL. What, what are they called? <laughs> yeah, you, you pitted out. No, but you know, the. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> the proper NRL and there's a women's league as well now. Yeah. And it's becoming very popular. And I enjoy watching it now it's because it, they, there's some pretty good athletes there. But if you put those two, if you put a top NRL team against a top NRL women's team, it just. I'm not even going to talk them. about it stuff kill- called. It's just fact. It's systematic facts. is the only word I'm going to say. But anyway, good yeah. It's facts. But yeah, she's so she. It's, it's erratic. It's everywhere. I feel sorry for the coaches. I feel sorry for the parents. Yeah. Myself involved watching. But she'd, just play, kids. she'd play with the boys because I can't imagine young a lot of young girls play. But at her age, no, there's only two. So of they them. just mix them more. But at her age, she's bigger and stronger than the boys. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, she's she tearing them up. Oh, I think a, Matilda might just always be. I think so. <laughs> no, I think she might get, actually make the NRL one. Because I get to a certain. I think they get to roughly high school and the boys end up shooting up. And the girls don't. It's called puberty. Yeah, I think, yeah. You know, they don't keep them separate because of that. That's literally not why they list it. It's just like, like they should be kept separate because that's when they're going through puberty and it's like, don't look at my boobies or don't touch... I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's, that's how just they throw, say Okay, it. we'll just throw yeah. them in. So we'll innocent. see how it goes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I never thought of it that way, but yeah. Um, but it's, I don't like it. <laughs> it's, and Does it's, she like it? I like going and watching your kids playing that, but you can see in the coach's eyes, they like, kill me now. Because they, they don't form a line at all. They just always run, you know, she chases butterflies sometimes. She loves it. Chasing the butterflies. But it's just kids, ball. like one kid grabs a ball and runs and about 20 of them follow it. I don't understand. To tackle yeah, but I don't understand coaches because it's like, it's bad enough having your own You're parenting, you're not and coaching. Then, yeah, but then you've got mm. to go with heaps of other people's kids. Yeah, it's... And then you've got that person like grandma was to you, George, that sits on the sideline and goes, take the dead wood off and put my Geordie yeah. on. He's a striker. What do you mean put him on? I was always on. But like in front of, kick the ball to Geordie, take this dead yeah. wood off the field. And it's like, grandma, their parents are right there. Like this is... And it's like everyone gets a turnover, but you, they don't pass. They just hand it up. They're that close to each other, hand yeah. it over, and that kid takes off. I'm guessing and it doesn't get interesting until like under 12s or under 14s or whatever. That's right, yeah. Look, I've watched NRL and I've never found it interesting. So I guess never. Well, Depending. This is what it's great to be siblings and have different interests. Different or right. I like the occult and Josh likes NRL <laughs> and so do you. <laughs> And then, Jordan, you you're like it's like one of those circles, you know, the circle graphs, and mm. how we where we it all, all crosses have, over. It all crosses line. over, yeah, in the center line, which is this bullshit that we talk about here. Yeah, but before we started recording, we were just cutting up about shit too, and we thought maybe we should record yeah, some I of this. Yeah, I was like, yo, shut up, everybody. <laughs> We've already <laughs> we, been here for two hours. I, I thought we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, we wanted to do one on um, pranks that have gone wrong, 
And I asked dad, because dad is pulled, like not necessarily pranks, because I hate the idea of pranks. If I see more like one more YouTube prank, like, huh, I'm pranking my girlfriend, and it's fucking they're shit. Like so I set up and fake. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, like proper, like thought out, like just not like, oh, prank you, gotcha. It's like scary, like someone thought it was going to be awful. And then these are like pranks or jokes that someone's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And it's like sort of like I'm going to surprise my girlfriend and scare the shit out of her, and then she drops dead. Those are... My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> They've always got to have a terrible ending. Yeah. Well, I asked Dad, and I was like, "What was your worst? What like? Because Dad is always fucking shenanigan and around." And I said, "What's your favorite prank that went wrong?" And he was just like, oh, "I shot someone once because I didn't know the gun was loaded." And I said, "Where?" And he goes, "In the chest." And I was like, "Was that a slug?" Huh? No, with a shotgun. And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, they're dead." And oh. I was like, what? But I was totally thought he would have... I was like, no, you're really like strict on gun safety. And then I was like, he's fucking bullshitting me again. I thought you were talking about Tommy shot Gregory John That's what ass. I thought as well. No. The slug shot him in the ass with a slug gun. No, yeah. he's just been a dick. But then he had to sit there and think for it. And he was like, well, then, then there was this other time. that, And I was just like, no, I'm going to be here forever. <laughs> no. Didn't he shoot him? And then he said, okay, your turn. You turn around and he ran away. Dad did. Yeah, yeah. dad ran away. Got taking turns away. and dad yeah. bitched out. Because yeah, they wanted away. to know what it felt like getting shot in mm. the ass. Ugh, Weird. That's what I thought. So you have some pranks. I have one. I'm going to be talking about Orson Welles and the War of the Worlds broadcast in 1938 where back in the day we all loved the radio. Kind of like what we're getting back to now with podcasting. Mm. But people, there they would cook dinner and they would sit down around the wireless and they would listen to the programming for the evening. And if they were lucky, there would be some lovely singing by a virgin lady. <laughs> and then perhaps a dramatisation of something. And that's what they used to do. And this guy, Orson Welles, created a program that uh, sounded very real and it was about an alien invasion and people responded to it. Very panicked, apparently. <laughs> Not in the best no, way. Because I thought it was real. But we real. But we can start with some of your pranks if you want. You want to start mine? I've got a really quick one. Yeah. I yeah. pranked the kids on the weekend. <laughs> this is the personal I, anecdote. <laughs> I put chocolate there and, and said it wasn't from me. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, the Easter Bunny just came. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got got good. I never know that with kids good. when you give them stuff now from Santa or Easter Bunny. Do you say it's from you? It's all confusing. You say yeah. whatever, and then if we give you a dirty look, you just go, no, no, oh, so, yeah, Santa. Well, see, so I bought it, so I'm taking credit for that shit. Well, I don't know what happened. You know what anymore. I mean? I'm like, it's from me. Is that from the Easter Bunny? No, I'd, I worked for that bullshit. Well, technically, Easter Bunny does nothing. Brought <laughs> you nothing. Until it'd be like, why's Bro got it then? And try explaining to a kid yeah. who can't eat chocolate. Yeah. Just like, well, that's what Beck. Beck was running around everywhere trying to find I know, she loves those stuff. lollies. She got those awesome lollies for her. For me, I had to melt down uh, yogurt frogs and then you have to put them... It's like some weird health thing. It's like a yogurt frog that has a texture of like chocolate and you melt them down and I've got like um, moulds of Easter eggs and yeah. I pour it in the Easter egg moulds and you can make little Easter if eggs. If nothing else, it makes it kind of inventive. She ain't eating it. <laughs> She's 18 months old. Yeah, she goes back to the mushrooms. What the fuck is this shit she <laughs> yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> Give me, like, a freaking passion for it. She doesn't want this shit. She wants the good stuff. She wants the premium. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what I got into today, because I was looking at some, like, April Fool's Halloween pranks that had gone wrong, but they were real, like, short stories. I know. So I found so many that were just, like, shit. Like, and then this man bought a gun and told his girlfriend it wasn't loaded and she pulled a prank and shot him and now he's dead. There was, like, no names, no, no like, that's no exactly right. It was hard to find information. Yeah. yeah. It was just literally, like, a short story. So I wanted to do today the Rick Dyer and the Hank hoax I've never heard of this so this Rick Dyer you got to think of him as sort of like a he used to be a used car salesman so did you <laughs> for a week <laughs> he um 
he's like a cryptozoology enthusiast, so he's mm. real hardcore into that mm. shit. Like you? Yes, like me. Except no, I don't no Josh, trust me, trust me, there is differences. I saw a movie, again, I'm getting kicked out of that Yowie Exists group because oh my people God. like posted a video and they're like, it looks like a juvenile. It's a man in a gorilla suit. And I'm like, has anyone considered this could be a man in a gorilla suit? And then they're just like, nice, they And I'm yeah. like, legit... If you're not conforming to whatever just they say. Just fucking think critically. There, there is a thousand other things this could be. You can't even fucking see it. Jump you just on. see a stick thrown in the water. It could have been me painting my arms black. Like, honest to God, it's so frustrating. I'm like, have you considered it could be something else? And then it's like, you've been blocked from this group. I'm like, great, mm. another one. <laughs> my my favourite one was like, oh, we found these little little footprints down by the river and it must be a baby Sasquatch. And I'm just like, how can it, it maybe it's just kids. <laughs> like, could it be just kids down at the river? Oh, no, kids don't go here. Oh, but a big monkey man. Like, but you fucking do. Yeah. So maybe someone else. Sorry. Exactly. I'm, I'll, I'll they follow it. I'll they follow it 10 yeah. metres behind a tree. And anyway, now, now they've got you all fired yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so on the 12th of August, 2008, Matt Whitten and Rick Dyer announced a press release and went on a radio show, Squatch Detective. To state that they had a dead Bigfoot body in their possession. So these guys going on radio said that, you know, we've got ourselves a Bigfoot here. Where is this, do you know? Where? Yeah, whereabouts. I'm guessing the state somewhere. This is in the United States. Okay. Yes. Of course. After first leaking grainy footage, because it's always grainy, you know, the old blob squatch, Mm -hmm. that showed a video of the alleged creature, they presented the carcass encased in a block of ice at a conference that was only open to the press. So they've invited the whole press, you know, come have a look at our big hairy man. He's in a block of ice. We've preserved him. Don't chip him out. Do you know what I'd love to see? <laughs> Can we take some dude? No. If Sasquatch ever did get like videoed, I reckon he's running around out there. He like pulls his dick out and like helicopters it, <laughs> yeah. swings it around so no one can like post the video anywhere because it's like sexual content. Explicit. And then, yeah, that's they're how they're putting they it do up it. on social media everywhere. And they're just like, you can't do you that. Can't, yeah, it gets taken down. That's how Sasquatch is still Put a your secret. dick away. Look at that phone. Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> so the two men announced that they found the seven foot seven inch five hundred pound creature. So that's two hundred and twenty five kilos. <laughs> we love our conversion away. rate. Imagine that dick. Well, <laughs> seven inch. <laughs> I'm sure that's around. So they found this creature while hiking in the North Georgia mountains in June. Oh, Georgia! Yeah, I was just about to say. Do you think the hair goes all the way down, like to, to the knob? Like you mean like cover it all? Or? Yeah, like full hair dick. I don't, I don't see why it would. Bigfoot, he's Maybe. covered in hair. How do you know? Have you seen a gorilla dick? No. Have you? No. I Should we bat dick? It's keep, a keep going, crazy Google human. It. Yeah, you go Google it and you show me. I'm yeah, going to Google it. I want to know. Gorilla dick. So the pair also announced that they had spotted roughly about three other similar creatures after making the discovery. So they found this creature. There's more of them around. Probably his little family. Coming to make sure daddy's okay. Yeah, because they took him from everything he knows. Yeah. According to Dyer, it took them a day and a half with six men to carry out the creature. They say was the elusive Bigfoot. I don't know where these other guys are, but they don't make an appearance at all. <laughs> all the while being followed by the other creatures, also described as having the same hairy ape features as the corpse which they hauled out of the mountains. This is kind of terrible if it was true. Like, I don't know if it's not yet. I haven't heard the rest of the story. Mm. But, like, how heartless are you if they're like, Daddy, please. Did you see Gorilla Dick? Yeah, not really. It's showing all the monkey dicks. Sorry, continue. Okay, where was I? Um, Gorilla Dicks. The family was really upset that their dad <laughs> yep, was getting taken away. And they away. just hauled him out of the mountains. So, Tom Biscardi, a cryptozoology enthusiast, Las Vegas promoter and radio host, oh. doesn't that just scream at you? Mm-hmm. Joined Witten and Dive for the news conference. It screams trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom went on to say that they're on we- that weekend that they hauled it out. He touched it. 
<laughs> Sorry, I can't get He touched it. <laughs> he touched it, measured its feet, felt its intestines. Wait, it's dead? Yes, this creature is dead. Oh. Felt it's, they didn't just like handcuff it and drag it out like <laughs> Chewie on Star Wars. I thought that. In the freezer. <laughs> so he's praised its authenticity. So I don't, why does he have any pull anywhere? I don't know. Looks like a squatch to me. <laughs> As the frozen <laughs> specimen thawed, however, the Why claim is it be- frozen? To preserve, preserve it. Where did they put it in a freezer? Like, how do you put it in a block of ice? You need put it in some water, sort of freezer water. How? Josh is on the science. Giant. I don't know. Be in That's like what a, I mean. Like, how Like how often do you find body... Do they get a coffin? How often do you find a Bigfoot? I don't know. Yeah, but like a body-shaped fruit, like a bit of fucking Tupperware. I see where you're coming from. Mum will never lend me that. she never get it back. She's like, nah, you're not giving this back. I don't know how they froze him, but he is frozen. Sorry, plot holes already, but yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> to preserve him. So the claim began to unravel as a giant hoax. No. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no way. Jerry Perino, owner of an internet Halloween costume retailer... Said that the costume definitely looked like one of his after viewing photos of Di's Bigfoot creature. What, one of his costumes? Yeah, okay. looked like one of his okay. costumes. So he's discrediting them now. Yes. Okay, beautiful. Upon further inspection and investigation, it was confirmed that the so-called corpse was in fact a costume stuffed with opossum roadkill. <laughs> and trails. And slaughterhouse leftovers. Get fucked. So they've literally created this creature and stuffed it full of opossum. They went That's to so cool. another level, like, that's why this guy, this other guy that's like inspecting it, is like feeling its intestines and stuff. He's actually feeling real intestines. Uh, move that zipper so I can get to those intestines. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, Bigfoot ate a possum. <laughs> the hoax was labelled as a short-lived one, as the whole affair lasted only a few days. I hope so, because that opossum would start to smell mm. eventually. Upon being exposed, Dyer admitted that an unnamed government agency confiscated the real Bigfoot's body mm. and believing that he needed to produce something fabricated the hoax. That sounds like So he's saying, we got the Bigfoot, the government came in, he took him away, but I kind of wanted to just put out a fake one just to say that I got something. Instead of saying they stole it. I yeah. Just, yeah. Can you imagine the government's like personal assistant and they're just like, okay, Davey, go collect that roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in 2008. 2012, our boy Rick's at it again. Right, he hasn't had enough of the slice of pie. We need more possums. We need need more. In 2012, this is a kitten. Put it in. (laughs) So this is four years later. In early September, Dyer goes on to claim he had killed yet another Bigfoot-like creature in San Antonio, Texas. What do you mean another? Oh, because he's still claiming. So he's down in Tejas now. Well, I think the the swamp. That's like a bogey, bo- the man of bogey swamp or something? Uh, the Boggy Creek Monster. Boggy Creek Monster's Texas, I'm pretty sure. I think so, yeah. Because Lyle Arkansas, Blackburn, uh, Blackburn, Blackburn wrote a book on it. And he's yeah, maybe Arkansas. Texas. It's somewhere in the it's south. Te- I'm pretty yeah. sure it is Texas. So according to Dyer, he lured the Bigfoot, get this, out using pork ribs from Walmart, doused in a special barbecue sauce oh, that he attached that'd, to the trees. Yeah, he'd catch me. I'm not... I don't know about this Bigfoot, but that's definitely going to get me. Yeah, I'd be caught. Yeah, Bigfoot's I'd... like, oh, my favourite. Like, because he's eaten it before. <laughs> I knew we'd take the bite. <laughs> What's Bigfoot food? Some pork ribs from Walmart doused in some special barbecue sauce. Throw a naked Sounds bloody person good. out there and then watch Bigfoot be like, hello, where's your hair? <laughs> he explained to the Esquire magazine the experience, stating that he nailed the pork ribs all around the trees. And then that night he heard Bigfoot come back for the feed. So he's hearing him come in. Oh, this is delicious. I've got him. This is bloody good. <laughs> My favourite. 
<laughs> I didn't know they would be prepared like this in the wild. This is probably the issue. You have people that are like legitimate hunters going out there using fucking sprays and proper hunting bait and stuff, and all they needed was some like, half pork. a kilo of pork ribs from Walmart. Yeah. Like, you yeah. had to cook it down there like Nammy. Why wouldn't like cook it for me? <laughs> I'm not cooking it. I don't got teeth for damn ribs. <laughs> Dyer goes on to explain that he chased him down in the middle of the night, proceeding to shoot the creature once. The Bigfoot attempted to escape, so he shot him again. This is just dad out of control. Oh, it's this wild. Story. This it is, is a wild story. A, this is dad with a platform. <laughs> like, Literally. I can just see Bigfoot run away licking his fingers going, Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't chase me, me. off on a pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> Old mate shot him. He's, he's scrambling away. He's lining him up and he shot him again. What do you do with those possums? <laughs> he's, just found, he's just found his love of his life, pork ribs, and then they kill him. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. He claimed that an un named university of course in Washington state had tested the creature's DNA and told Dyer that it was an unknown species I just mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, um, just letting you know that's an unknown species Wouldn't no have... we're not interested in looking into it any further because this yeah, is exactly. just like ground breaking it's, it's, it's don't D- talk about it's us DNA was tested and it's an unknown species oh where did you get tested at oh it's an unknown university yeah my <laughs> grandma don't DNA though it, it's like comprised of a lot of things it's not like just we don't know what it is oh it's got a little bit of this in it and a little mm. bit of that they already know isn't you it? would that's... be like yeah, you'd be from like, a different planet. like a homo sapien. Yeah. It's the same line or whatever. Or don't we have different DNA compared to he different... You probably just fucking yes. sent it to 23andMe or like Ancestry.com was like... They're like, that's your godfather. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever heard the story of like Jason Smeha or whatever? He's a similar... Like, he went into the woods, shot a big a big foot, he reckons. And then he brought back like a piece of hair. And the he took it to a DNA... He shot it! Yeah. But he... Wait, take, <laughs> where's the fucking body? You've no, got the no. hair. Yeah. Oh, he didn't... Ha- his excuse was, I didn't have a tag for it. Of course you're not going to have a fucking tag for it. Get, they don't make no, tags for get Bigfoot. Get fucked. Why would you not put it in the back of the... Take it to the ranger and, hey, I know you don't have tags for this, but check it out. What is it? Yeah. Like, so he... he, <laughs> left, he yeah, I know. It gets better. He took a piece of DNA from it, took it, got it DNA tested. And the guy doing the DNA is like, got him there. He's just like, are you sure you don't want to tell me anything? Like... Here's your out. I'm yeah. giving you an out. Come forward and tell me. He's like, nope, nope. It was a Bigfoot. And he goes, it's actually not a Bigfoot. It's from a black bear or something. And this Jason starts going around going, oh, no, he tested it. And apparently it's feral human. And everyone's just like, you don't test What's for feral. feral human? Feral is like a type of human. You don't test for feral human. What is it's either feral human, human or yeah. it's not. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that still test as human, it's though. Like They're just child. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a fair few crazy ones out there. Anyway. That's bad. That is bad. That's, this yeah. is like what they post in the groups that we are in. I know. On Facebook. And, and they're whole... like, wow, there we go. Case closed. Bigfoot's real. Like, And he, his first thing was like, I shot it through the neck and it was still alive and I felt bad. So I like Scalped comforted it. <laughs> and then it came out that it was fake. And then all of a sudden on another show, he's just like, I shot it through the neck and it wasn't dead. So I choked it to death. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So I choked it. Okay. So that prize cow off our meme myself. If you're going to be fake, don't be a fake <laughs> pussy. Yeah. Be like- yeah, that's what it is. It's probably the guy that got the rooster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so annoying. So Dyer's accomplice and self-proclaimed Bigfoot skeptic. So this guy, Alan Isleb, has self-proclaimed himself as a mm. skeptic. Like, I don't... And then he goes on to say he was also known as Muskie Allen. What? He was from, get this, Wakanda. Illinois. <laughs> Wakanda. Illinois. 
plane. Wakanda, Illinois, like a plate. No, there's a Wakanda in Illinois. Wakanda in Illinois. Now I don't feel so bad about saying Wakanda forever. I think it's Wakanda. Wakanda it looks like it should be spelled Wakanda. So he'd claimed to have inspected Dyer's Bigfoot in Las Vegas in February 2013 and proclaimed it to be the real thing. Definitely was not coked out of his brain no, five nights not. in a row with the strippers hanging off him. Like. No. <laughs> this claim resulted in many people getting sucked into Dyer's scam. So everyone's on it now. Yeah, because everyone's fucking stupid. Yeah, you they know, deserve the every... Dude, yeah. just don't breed. They, they should round him up. They should post a photo of a cartoon, like an animated Bigfoot, We've got doing, doing the morning moonwalk, and every dickhead that's like, well, got it. Got it. Round him up, castrate him, oh. fucking just no more of you. Let the cast go. Kill it before it lays eggs. <laughs> Dyer named the creature Hank. Lovely name for a Bigfoot creature. And started touring the body around the United States. So he's got this thing in ice. He's taking it around the United States on a bit of a tour. And he's charging people to view it. How much? To view the body, which lay beneath a plexiglass in a wooden coffin, adults were charged $10 and children were charged 5 you know So what? you could take your children in there for 5 bucks. I'd pay deal. to see it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> we'll I'd pay this, to abuse him. The sold-out tour eventually pulled in close to half a million dollars. Fuck Ooh. off. Yeah, because I'm 100% like a sceptic, mm-hmm. but I want to go and see it to be like, oh my God, like look at the seam right there or look at this. Like you're just so... See, I'm more of a businessman. So does he get away with that? Does Is there some way you can sort of say, I oh, was just for show and fun or does he get in trouble and they go give the money back? I think no, he's I think get in trouble. I don't think, I think he gets to keep the money. No, I think he, if you were be a like, way you could set it up though where he didn't him. have you to. You could sue him, I guess, if you paid money to see something and he would be... But I think each person has to sue him. So... So he, I could he, sue Woman's re- Day for telling me lies then as well. I think you can. You read Woman's Day? Uh, but you have how to, this is awkward. <laughs> this is the thing. You have to prove them wrong. And they're worded so brilliantly, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yes, he reads Woman's Day. That's a very dad thing. I don't. I just read the front paper no, where everybody's dead. And I'm like, I'm alive. And then you turn the page like, um, everybody is dying. Someone's always of, having a baby. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're so much like dad. Dad's like, why are you bringing this shit home? Liz? What are you, buddy? Look at these Kardashians. What are they? Up? Oh, look at this one's fat ass. Oh, but look, it's gone. And I'm like, you're fucking reading it now. Like, yeah, yeah, it's gotcha. He like hate reads it <laughs> or something. sounds like a hero. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, Dyer stated that DNA sequencing, scans, autopsies, and everything else you could imagine was being done to the specimen. Oh, so, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that it's all been done, it's all authentic. Some in the media endorsed Dyer, including Andrew Clacey. Who's that? So Andrew Clacey is, it goes on to say, so he's a spokesperson for the project. So he's sort of like a, um investor. For this Rick Dyer. So the thing about investors are if they're invested in it, they're going to promote it. Yes. Yeah, they probably want it to go well. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fake. Here, take my money. I don't know much about business. Yeah. But if you were in a Mellow Tiger podcast and you're telling people it's good, it would be. We all know it's average. If you didn't. Average is good. Is it below or above? So (laughs) tell tell us. Go and rate us on Apple iTunes. You can give us a rating. We have. 11 five-star ratings, which is good because people are lazy. I don't rate anything. Just go and rate and Go and rate us. Also, we don't, just leave a comment. We don't care what it is. Look, you could tell us about your socks for all we care. Just chuck oh, it in there. shit. Tell me about your day. We have a an Instagram page, Mellow Tiger, at Mellow Tiger Podcast. We have a Facebook page, Mellow Tiger Podcast. Facebook, you know how to do it. We've got email addresses. I don't know how to do it, so <laughs> I'll never read them. You're fucking so annoying. <laughs> but we also got on our Instagram um, uh, this guy who is like a he's an awesome artist he's like a cryptid artist he does all this incredible 
cryptid artwork. His name's um, Jonathan Dodds. He, like, creates stickers and sells them at, like, the Cryptid com- Comic Com. He started liking a heap of our artwork. Are we promoting someone? This is awesome. No, we're not. But oh, he's, I, he started <laughs> – I followed him on my main account and then on the Melatrega podcast um, – I was accidentally logged in on it and I liked one of his things. He's got like heaps of followers. He's probably seen your he, stuff, hasn't but he? But then he came, well, that's what I mean. He yeah. came back and liked a heap of my artwork. So I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. I finally made it. I did. Because um, you're artsy. I'm fucking kicking you guys out. Brad Pitt's going to be sitting where you are, Josh. And So you, we're downgrading. In you, other you normally words. wait till you're close to Brad Pitt Sorry. before you start kicking. <laughs> I'm close. I know about right. him. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Well, continuing on. <laughs> <laughs> we could be friends. We could be friends. <laughs> friend. <laughs> friends. <laughs> Critics soon pointed out that Die had pulled off a Bigfoot hoax in 2008. So it's kind of coming back on him. Oh, wow. Yep. The past. Because this is, you remember, this is four years after his first hoax where he's mm. like, yeah. yeah, it was full of opossum, you know. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on you. <laughs> so the Volvo called for Die to release more open testing. Through the course of the hoax, Die repeatedly sta- uh, slandered anyone who. Uh, openly spoke up about him. Mm-hmm. He of sounds course. a bit like Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> Carol fucking Baskins. That's all I'm picturing now. <laughs> Many suggested this was the tactic, was just more was just more proof that Die was hoaxing again. Professor... Oh my God, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Professor Don Jeffrey Meldrum. So this guy's kind of like, if you don't know who he is, he's... Molly Meldrum. He, <laughs> no. So Jeff Meldrum, he's sort of like a Bigfoot person but he's more come over from the science side so he's like look i'm willing to open my mind and be like yeah it might be out there but i want some hard proof like i, I let want him kiss me but not time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want i want to be able to see this creature i want to be able to know he's there i'm not just going to start inflating he's everybody's like stories us. like we're interested yeah. in it but like unless you give me rock solid yes. hard proof that i'm not going to just shout from the rooftop that i think it's real yeah so this jeff jeff meldrum at the department of Ant- anthropology at Idaho State University stated that the creature had clearly been fabricated to depict a specimen that has been dissected. So he's saying this isn't the thing. It's just... At least he put some effort in. Mm. Responding to controversy, team members working with Dyer on the t- on it and touring the Bigfoot Project's overall confronted Dyer. So all these guys hey, that were part of his team... Hey, you telling me? Yeah, all these guys who were sponsoring part of his team are turning around going, hey... What's going on here? Like, what? Tell, tell nah, us. Like, what's I'm going on? them, fucking idiots. So the, we're going, we're back to Andrew Clacy now. That one that was sponsoring him and yeah. was part of his project team. He wrote that he had confronted Mister Dyer in Daytona on his suspicions of authenticity, and Dyer admitted that the body of Hank was not the real body, but rather a construct of a company from Washington State, which was paid to paid for by Rick Dyer. Clacy then no way. So this Clacy's like, bro. So you're telling me this thing isn't real? And Dyer's like, yeah, yeah, we, this isn't real. I'm not saying it's not real. <laughs> I'm just saying if it was real, it might not be real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Did you get us on that sweet tea? So Clay, <laughs> this Clacy does what anyone else would do and chucks a full 180 on Dyer. He just he goes on to add that he, he is available and willing to cooperate with any federal or state law enforcement if investigations sort of rise. This is Joe Exotic. This yep. is Tiger King, but it's Bigfoot King. After, after Clacy said that, he immediately flew back to Australia and abandoned, abandoned the project at Ndaya. So he's out. He's Wait, like, this guy's Australian? I don't know. It doesn't say that he's Australian, but he said it just says he flew back in. He's probably the fucking so creator he's of some of those Facebook pages. He's gone, buddy, is this thing really going? No, he's like, 
fuck you, I'm out. I thought that's he would have just gone in for a penny. He's already got his foot in the door. Yeah. Might as well just lie I for the rest of it. I can't believe for a second that this dickhead thought this could possibly be real. <laughs> yeah. So with his crew leaving, Dyer announced on his Facebook page that Hank was indeed fake. So now that everyone's abandoned him, he's like... Is he still calling him Hank? <laughs> he still calls this thing Hank. Everyone's out. Uh, this is fake. It's not the real thing. Chris Russell of Twisted Toy Box in Washington admitted that he had manufactured Hank at Dyer's request using latex, foam, and camel hair. Camel hair? Camel hair. I got some bear hair. I want camel I hair. Want cam- I want imported camel. It's going to take three weeks. Do it. He's exotic. Do- I, want the, the, I want the bottoms of his feet to be Italian leather. What do I do with the rest of the camel? Kill it. Kill it. Put it in him. <laughs> Dyer had told Russell the prop was for a movie about killing Bigfoot and that he was shoot that he was shooting and that he also wanted a baby Bigfoot and a female to be created. His lies are so and I with a female. I know the other Bigfoots don't have it. But if you wanted to go in just so little hot <laughs> you, know, you know he's a creep like that. It goes on to say that Russell started receiving receiving threatening phone calls, emails and other contact for making the prop. And so decide against making the rest of the Bigfoot family. So he'd made the he'd made Hank, and Dyer's yeah. like, "Hey, bro, just for the rest of the movie, can we have like a baby? I think they call it like a Sasquirt. Okay. Sasquirt. Oh, <laughs> what sort of movie is this? <laughs> yeah, can we have a baby one? And I'm just like, hang on, I'm getting phone calls from like random people threatening me about making Wait, this shit. So this guy like is getting it made based on the idea mm. that he's making a movie. So he's not yes. telling this guy he's pretending no. it's real. So this guy's like, yeah, that's fine. Because if that was me, I'd be like, mm, no. Yeah, so he's under the assumption that yeah. it's just for a movie, like a Bigfoot movie. Russell stated that he was asked to make the prop look like a poorly made, old and rotten taxidermy prop that he had not been preserved correctly. So he wants it to look like all shaggy and yeah. all that sort of shit. He just dra- drags a corpse out from his base. <laughs> he drags an actual Bigfoot. Big This'll do? No. 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 no possums. I said camel hair. Dyer had sent him photos, some photos and drawings taken from the internet and asked for certain features to be replicated. So he's taking photos from the internet of Bigfoot and being like, hey, can you like replicate these what photos? What fucking photos? There are none. <laughs> he looks uh, blurry, making yeah. very blurry. Very blurry. Yeah. Very blurry. Do you know what a pixel aid is? <laughs> Make him a pixelate. So even after all this, after the 2008 hoax, 2012 he's come out and said, look, Hank's not real. Dyer maintains that he actually does have a body of a real big friend. Oh, he does But he does not want to show anybody. That's totally fair. Don't ever do anything you don't feel comfortable doing. Follow your gut instinct. (laughs) You do you. Don't let people pressure you into anything. But take their money at the same time. Do you know what I find so interesting as well? You know the Gimlin film, like the 1960s, 70s. We should probably... You know the one I'm talking about? It's like the original film of the Bigfoot walking through the stream in um, Bluff, Bluff Cedar Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willow Creek. Willow Creek, California, that area. And they filmed it. It's like just that original grainy footage of the... And it turns and looks at the camera. And its hands are swinging a bit or its arms are swinging Yeah, well, they they kind of um, look at that and they, they kind of try and digest like well, how the suit and how it could be fake and everything. And they did lots of um, kind of computer manipulated shit with it and they couldn't find a seam for the suit. And the other really thing, weird thing they found with it was it had titties. Mm. Like why bother putting... Why bother putting... It's like makes things so much more difficult to try and make a suit with tits like and to 
Like, you know what I mean? Like the gorilla suits you get didn't have boobs and it makes it so much more difficult. And like, why would you purposely get it? Because not once did the guys that had the film were like, oh, it was a female or whatever. No. They never said it. But like reviewing the footage, people were like, oh, it's got tits. It's a girl. And, and as like, a species, oh. humans are very lazy and whatever they make is usually good enough. Like yeah. why go to the extra effort to do something like Because you're like, that? it's going to be hard enough to make this fly. Why put titties on it? Put tits on it. My favourite no. thing about that video is like being in the, even this far past it in our day and age you still can't figure out whether it is or not yeah the only thing that throws me off is they were like trying to make a film about a bigfoot like a, they wanted to make like an actual hollywood like western mm. blockbuster film about a bigfoot and then whoa lo and behold he just fucking plumb strolled out yeah. in front of me because yeah. i think patterson was a known like con artist kind of thing yeah but i think gimlin yeah was full authentic and what's the best way to create a hoax is take someone out there mm-hmm. that thinks it's doesn't know they're going to be part of it and then put this thing in front of them, they're going to think that they saw yeah. something. Yeah. Holy but shit. But he's, he's setting him up, but he doesn't know about it. So look at True. the tits on that. But the tits... Because Gimlin wanted to go after it. He wanted to get on his horse and like chase after mm. it and Patterson's like, oh, don't, don't, don't leave me. Don't oh, do don't, that. don't leave it, yeah. Don't catch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't have a tag. <laughs> but yeah, that's Rick Dyer. What do you guys reckon? You reckon he's still got that one in his basement somewhere? <laughs> I reckon it's not our business and that he should just do what feels best for him. I yeah. just reckon he made a cool half mil off it, so I'm thinking about starting up with hoax. Can we not? For half a mil, I will. What is a good hoax? Dress Junie up as a Tassie devil. <laughs> no, tiger. tiger. She already makes a noise. She, I'm like, don't do that anymore, <laughs> please. But she whispers now. If you go, can you say happy? She goes, happy. I'm getting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does that when I'm sleeping. She like leans on my bed. And she's like, like, how did you get in here? It was a locked room. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't really, but she might. I don't know. I'm sleeping half the time. Well, mine is kind of along that that vein. So, do you remember Dad telling us about this? Mm, I do. You know how Dad likes to... I don't know if Dad just genuinely is misinformed or, like, he just likes to be spicy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like our love for all of this bullshit comes from Dad. Like, I think so. Do you remember Creature Island? Yes. Yes. We were, like, in a boat at Lemon Tree That was well done. And we were, like, bored. That was well done. Because we were fishing. Well, not bored necessarily, but we are kind of... It was, like, lulling. You just throwing your Vegemite sandwich off the edge of the boat. One of my chips. And Mum was freaking out. Oh, I don't know what Mum's always just flipping out. And Dad's You've like... You've got four children. Yeah, technically, yes. And mom, and Dad's like, Joel, hear the story? See that island over there? What about it? Creature Island. There were some creatures on that island. And then he just tells this massive story and we're like, that was And it drew you sick. in. So cool. It's such a good I story. was there. <laughs> but Dad used to talk about this. He ta- told us about the War of the Worlds and he said it was like a radio broadcast that was fake and people started killing themselves because mm. they thought aliens were really invading and they were like shitting their pants. And not really. <laughs> apparently that the panic that this uh, apparently has reported to have induced is nowhere near what they say it is and it was all kind of misinformation from newspapers who thought that radios were stealing like their advertising and everything so they were like don't go to the radios they do crazy shit like this and, and oh, so they it, kind of over exaggerated the newspapers did they were just like people were like killing themselves because when dad told us that's kind of like what he said like and writing yeah yeah but it was only after like a 20th century analysis on what happened like a 21st century analysis, mm. looking back at like figures, data, everything. Like, I don't, it did. Like a few people were like, what the fuck? But most people were like, it's fine. So. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So um, it it's called, The War of the Worlds was a, a book written by a guy called um, H.G. Wells. 
And basically back in 1938, there was this 23-year-old dude called Orson Welles and he was kind of an all-round entertainer. He was a writer, director, producer and actor and he had started his own production company called Mercury Theatre. So Wells had been creating radio productions for several years when he decided to create a realistic radio dramatization of the H.G. Wells science fiction novel War of the Worlds. So you might have seen the movie with Tom Cruise in yes. it. Yes. That kind of vibe. It's based on the book. So he wanted to create a broadcast that simulated a real-time alien invasion of Earth. And I've listened to parts of it, and it's kind of pretty sick. Like, it holds up over time sort of thing. If you were to put yourself in people's shoes, like, gathered around the wireless, little Jimmy's playing with his fucking hooping stick. and Yeah, was this like to promote his work? Is that what it no, was about? No, so that's what his job was. So it's like, think of it as, like, someone who has to produce a television show so we can watch it on Netflix. His job, he had, like, an hour slot, and he had to fill it with a radio story. Okay. So that, that was his job. So the live show was slotted to air on the Columbia Broadcasting System on October 30th, 1938 at 8 p.m. So Wells intended for the broadcast to be somewhat of a Halloween special. He wanted the invasion to seem realistic, but allegedly never had any intentions of purposely tricking the audience in believing an alien invasion was actually taking place. Well, I mean, you kind of do. He I mean, in the back of your head, you kind of have. He did. Yeah. He totally yeah. did. But he got in a bit of trouble for this. That's why yeah. he's come out and said that he didn't yeah, he mean was like, to. Yeah, know what I mean? A hundred percent. He was like, no, no, no. He did. <laughs> yeah. Like his actions showed that he did. Yeah. So at the beginning of the program, Wells opened with the disclaimer that the following broadcast was completely fictional. However, there was a popular program on a rival radio station that most people were listening to and it didn't end until 8.12 p.m. So when they tuned into Wells's program, they'd miss the This Ain't Real announcement. Oh. And Wells conveniently wouldn't make another announcement for a further 41 minutes. So he conveniently so, knew. Then, was that, was that, did he mean to do that? No, or I reckon that's he did. Just, yes, there was yeah, a point sure. in the broadcast where the executive producers like of the radio station were receiving <laughs> like messages and were like, People are starting to freak a little bit and they had, like, this is all true. And they were, like, kind of trying, because it's a live broadcast too. They're kind of, like, trying to knock and be like, yo. Turn <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yo, do you- the, maybe want it to fiction again. And, and also yeah. to the no. po- point where, because they had to write it and everything and it had to get approval from the broadcasting station and they made them take out a heap of shit. They were like, no, this is fucking way too realistic. You need to take this shit out. It's laying eggs in me. So the stuff he yeah. put on the radio was watered down. Yes, compared to what he had, and they're like, "You need to, you need to tell them that it's that remind it." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I got you back. Yeah, totally. Why'd did you wink? Uh, I do that sometimes." <laughs> so the broadcast starts with the usual mundane run-of-the-mill programming. There's a weather update, and then they transition to coverage of an orchestra at a ballroom in the Hotel Plaza in New York City. So it was like the Meriden Ballroom or something. There's an orchestra in there, and I oh, listen to this lovely music. And the music actually kind of added to the effect of it all. Darn it. Because they would, but, Darn it. But, it would, it, but it would create suspense because they would cut in between these broadcasts and then they would cut back to the music and people were like, I fucking don't care about this shit anymore. What's the next update sort of thing? So the music began uh, being played is interrupted by a report that Pro- Professor Morris of the Mount Jennings Observatory had detected gas explosions on the planet Mars. The report abruptly ends and the previous music resumes, but yet again it is, in, it is interrupted by another report. This time, a large meteor has slammed into a farmer's field in Grover's Mills, New Jersey. <laughs> then all the farmers there are like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Dibs! <laughs> It reminds me of Joe Dirt. Not this, about the meteor. Meteor. this is a hard chunk of shit or whatever he says. He's eating chips off. Yeah. 
A reporter is on site and begins describing aliens emerging from a large metallic cylinder. So this is, I've got like an excerpt from the, like, it, it's all kind of crazy because this all happens in 40 minutes, right? But like, it's kind of like logically people kind of understood that it was not possible, but like emotionally they got like really kind of wound up by it and, and it just really freaked them out. I'd be thinking this shit isn't real, but what if it is? Yeah. Exactly. They were just kind of like, fuck. But this is it. This is the guy describing the aliens. This is the reporter. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most terrifying thing I've, I've ever witnessed. Wait a minute. Someone's crawling someone or something. I can see turning out of that black hole through luminous discs. Are the eyes, it might be a face, might be almost oh, a heavens. Something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me. Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body. Now it's large. It's large as a bear. It glistens like wet leather, but that face. Ladies and gentlemen, it's indescribable. I can hardly force myself to keep looking at it. It's so awful. The eyes are black and they gleam like a serpent. The mouth is a kind of V-shaped with saliva dripping from its rimless lips. It seems to oh, quiver and pulsate and the monster or whatever it is can hardly move. It seems weighed down by uh, possibly gravity or something. The thing's rising up now and the crowd falls back. It's been plenty. The most extraordinary experience, ladies and gentlemen, I can't find words. And, well, I'll pull this microphone with me as I talk. I'll have to stop the description until I... Yeah, but yeah. Sounded but- like, um, who are the two off The Simpsons? Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking it, yeah. as well. Yeah. Don't blame me. I voted for... <laughs> yeah, who was it? Curtis. Curtis and Klingon or something. Yeah. I know I feel bad for not knowing that now. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that that's maybe why they were drawn the way they were drawn. But he, you kind of get the vibe that it is. They've got like a lot of... It's high production, you know what I mean? You've got the people talking in the background. It kind of sounds grainy. So they made it like, sound a little bit. He sounds panicked like... Yeah. But the people, I reckon the people made it because like when something moves, you're like, oh, they talk over him. Like, they, like that sort of made it sound Exactly, because it makes it sound more real. Cause yeah. It be, and he, and it, he raises, when they start screaming, he raises his voice to try and like talk over them. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can kind of imagine someone sitting there witnessing something. The details are a bit full on. Yeah. Like I just can't get signs of a bear. Tentacles. Oh, it's drooling. It's getting, yeah. like, oh, 17 million eyes. It's getting like wet leather. I think gravity's weighing it down. I'm running out of describing words. Yeah, the gravity weighing down bit was really weird. Like yeah. fucking really? Doesn't that do everything on Earth? Yeah. Mm. So the reporter continues to describe their situation as the aliens begin using heat ray weapons to zap the surrounding human witnesses and just like into dust. Sounds like Mars attack. A lot of people took a lot of um, what do you call it, like inspiration from the book The War of the Worlds when it came to come came to aliens. Because I think it was one of like the earliest books written. Mm. But strangely, it um, the descriptions of the aliens really differ to the description of when we did the episode on aliens with the couple that saw them. They were like a com- had a completely different account of what aliens looked like. So yeah. it wasn't like they read the book and was like, those are the aliens we saw. They came up with something completely different. So the next report starts giving data like that the aliens have easily destroyed 7,000 National Guardsmen. So 7,000 men within the, the last half hour have assembled. We counted all the in. bodies that we were heat every heat raid and disintegrated. Yeah, <laughs> so the Martians aren't fucking around and they release poisonous gases into the air, killing all humans around them. So they pop up over New York City and they release this gas. You can listen to this online. You just Google Orson Welles' War of the Worlds broadcast and you can listen to it. Next minute, the aliens have now landed in St. Louis and Chicago. 
there's lots of dead air and piano interludes adding to the rising tension. So it like often cuts into the music again and then cuts to dead air or like there's transmissions are lost and like they're halfway through something and it's just kind of, it's very chaotic and hectic. They're doing that on purpose, obviously. Yeah. So a final update informs listeners, martial law has been declared in New Jersey as an army of aliens begin their descent into the cities across America. Apparently, by this point, some listeners in areas affected by the reported invasion began to flee their homes in an escape attempt. There was so like they're some, all shitting themselves. Apparently, I'm out. I can't really prove it on this because a lot of the a lot of the what do you call it um like references and information you have from that time period is like super can't be really trusted because it's all from newspapers saying that this happened and this happened and it was all kind of self-serving because the newspapers wanted to keep the advertising in newspaper and not radio. Mm. So they were kind of like, this is crazy. You can't trust what's on the radio. Video killed the radio star. Pretty much. So the program ends with a radio or video? (laughs) Video killed the radio. That's what George said. Oh, I thought he said radio killed the radio star. (laughs) No, you high? Sorry, yeah, I, so. <laughs> I could cut that, but I'm not gonna. The program ends with a monologue explaining how the aliens were eventually defeated, but by this point, the panic had apparently already ensued. So lots of people were like coming into like their town areas and like the mayor, wake the mayor, and I imagine the mayor was like Adam West from uh, Family Guy. <laughs> I will escape. I'm a in. tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I will escape in a, a aircraft made of hot dog or <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah. But then by that time, the people that are panicking aren't listening to radios anymore. So it's no. not like you can go, oh no, guys. That's <laughs> and that's a wrap, guys. That's a wrap. Everyone horrible. calm down. Well, of the apparent 6 million listeners, almost 2 million believe the invasion was real. I don't know how real those statistics are. Again, it's very hard to pinpoint it, but from today's reports it's not like uh, it wasn't that and this is the mellow tiger podcast so again we don't give a fuck yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh fuck facts we'll chuck whatever numbers we want no when dad said that it stung me because i was like (laughs) i do my due diligence i have references i always quote like articles like everything that is above board Mm. i'm always on dad's like no this shit's real i'm like it fucking is dad like (laughs) someone to throw a beer at his head yeah how would you convert two thousand uh two million Viewers into twenty Australian uh, American dollars. How would you convert the viewers into dollars? I'm not good at mathematics. You take away the six and divide the four, what and it ends up about twenty six. Well, the children are half the two million. We need a midget up in here. Isn't that what it said? <laughs> they say on um, uh, knocked up. I'm only allowed to let eleven and a half black people in, so I gotta hope there's a midget in one of these parties. <laughs> you know, what I say that it's a little person, but you know what I mean. So a huge amount of people called the station apparently and was like trying to be like, "Is this real?" <laughs> And then the CBS executives forced Wells to announce announce that it was fake, like, over and over again at the end. And he was like, of course this was fake. This was our Halloween special. It was similar to me putting on a white sheet and jumping out of the grass and going, boo! No, it wasn't. Yeah, he so was they're, like, they're so like, fake. You know it's fake. I said it was fake, like, uh, 20, 20, one, one time. Yeah. So they're like, I can just imagine them opening up the door. He's in there recording. They're like, dude, the phones are lighting up out here. Just start telling everyone it's fake. Okay, like he totally did it on purpose, but then um, this is like true. This part is definitely true. It was witnessed by mo- multiple people who were involved in the production. Like um, during the show, like these cops, like police officers started to trickle in and then all of a sudden the rooms were full of the cops and um, they'd entered the studio and tried to stop the broadcast. Apparently concerned citizens had inundated the cops with panicked calls, as- like asking for updates and assistance. 
So that's true. The cops were. Oh, imagine being on that night shift. The cops the were trying to oh, shut I'm him going down. Shoot but because it was like a live show, like imagine, it, 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 like um, kind of put it next to a live news report on TV. You know what I mean? Like for the network, they don't want people busting in and and making a scene sort mm. of thing. They're just no. like, this is live, dude. You can't come in here. Like regardless, and they're like, we keep telling him, but he just won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> He's locked the door off, so you have to shoot the hinges. <laughs> so he got in a bit of trouble for it. Like the um the newspapers again kind of crucified him for it and was just like, can't be trusted this dude's a, a piece of shit like he did this to you the americans and it was kind of like right before world war Two, yeah world war yeah II. 38 it would have been yeah so it was kind of like people like surely what started people it. were already on it well, people were like super wanting to be panicked and have all this reaction until like he kind of talks about until the war actually started and then it was like oh this isn't a game anymore so mm-hmm. he's like i've dodged the bullet there that was perfect time yeah so people were super on edge and they just like he was actually worried i think that he was going to get charged and like jail time for in like purposely like trying to cause mass hysteria sort of thing. Yeah. But he didn't. He actually ended up to be a really popular. Like, he did the movie Citizen Kane, which is, like, a classic film, and he, yeah, was beloved in Hollywood. Beloved? Beloved? Yeah, beloved Beloved. in Hollywood. So, apparently, the newspapers were reporting that there was, like, suicides, like, whole families killed themselves, or, like... Husbands killed their wives and children. This is the reporter saying it again, yeah. so the radio station was real bad. That's what the newspapers were reporting. Yeah. We don't really so don't know, so it could have been or it couldn't have been. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, it was just basically this whole scam to make it look like radio stations were super untrustworthy. So did people actually die during, the, like, there were actual suicides and stuff? I don't know. They reported that there was, but people, like, after, it's kind of hard to find all the information on the kind of studies that they went back and did like these days, mm. I kind of looked at it and they did some phone call on the night of it and 98% of the people were listening to another show and only 2% yeah. that were, of 5,000 people that were called were actually listening to it and of that 2%, like 1% knew it was fake sort of thing. Because like when you try to gather information for this kind of stuff, you always go, like the newspapers are normally the best thing to go looking mm-hmm. for, but during the, like with this one, it's kind of hard to be like, well, this happened when you know that they yeah. were just trying to slander like the radio There's show. so much for this one, so much. Um, kind of differing opinions and mm. facts. It was really difficult, but I liked. I always thought it was really interesting when Dad told us about it when I was little. I was like, "Cool, mm. someone killed themselves over it. Great, like no, not cool, Dad. I was scared." No, they all went nuts. Yeah, apparently the way he described it. Yeah, so that's what I always thought. Yeah, there was like apparently riots and stuff, and people in the streets. Yeah. And the cops trying to shut it down, and yeah, but it's actually pretty interesting. That is, yeah. It. yeah, like it's actually kind of fun. Kind of freaky, kind of fun. <laughs> For us. Yeah. Back to these same things like martial law is now in place. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I can kill my neighbour who keeps stepping on my petunias. That's when you know shit goes down. <laughs> yeah. That's when the cops hear it and they believe it to that. Oh, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. <laughs> and then Where's my rifle? I'm going shopping. <laughs> and then yeah. you wonder if that sort of shit would hold up in a court of law. Like if you did shoot someone that was like on your front steps and you genuinely thought they were an alien because you'd been listening to this broadcast and you were like, oh. well, martial law was declared I was listening to the news. Can you use that as a defense I maybe? I think you actually could. Well, I've heard that people use defense like I was possessed or whatever and killed their wife and yeah, went, went to court and they were just like, yeah, no, you, the goblins told you to do it. That's fine. Well, I'm just batshit crazy. You need help. Well, that's, <laughs> like in, that's like in India help. or whatever. Where didn't, someone, yeah, didn't someone sue their wife or was the other way around for having ugly children? 
Yes, it was, it was an because Asian of man her? because she it was in China because she had had a fuck ton of plastic surgery and then when they had kids, oh. the kids were heaps ugly. He, but he didn't know about plastic surgery. I or don't something. know. I think he knew about it and then he sued her because the kids were ugly. But I don't think that stood up in court. Yeah. I think that was. Let me see thing. if they grow and fill out into a beautiful butterfly. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Do you marry your wife are. though because you want cute kids? Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, no. I mean, probably genetically. Just, I don't just think like, about it. I'm going to think about it for a second. No. Yes, I wanted Viking babies. <laughs> I chose a six foot one lady. <laughs> I wanted giants. Yes. Space Jam. <laughs> so yeah, that was that one kind of went wrong. There was heaps. Like if you look at the uh, on just search, search um pranks gone wrong or pr- pranks resulting in death, and there's so many of them. But they kind of make you mad, hey. Yeah. Like you look at them and you just think you dumb fuck. Like yeah, there was one I was reading. And it was just like it was like on Halloween, and it was a family, and the boy had gone up. To pretend to hang himself like on the tree or something. Oh yes. And he's like, sit. He, he it happens like he's hanging himself and he's like struggling. And the family's just like, oh, he's just you know trying to scare people and set it up. And they walked inside, and before they come out and realise that he was actually hanging, he died. Yeah. yeah. I saw so many like that. Like yeah. they were trying to pull a hanging prank and it went wrong, and they actually legitimately end up hanging themselves. Yeah. That's what, crazy. I saw that. What Dad say about that buck show someone was on? And they done the how you um. Use it, was it on the bulls or something? You use like the elastic band to um, neuter them pretty oh, much. Oh, castrate, castrate them. Yeah, it, was a, to, party, it yeah. was a country sort of box party mm. you know, on, on the box party. And they sent him down on the bus as a joke, just putting it over, like the, uh, over his crotch, uh, his balls, just going like, ah, yeah. as a joke. But it actually slipped and went onto it and wrapped around, cut off the circulation. They couldn't get it off and yeah. he couldn't have kids. No, that's right. So imagine yeah. telling your wife that just for you. Is that true? Okay. I, I, that's what I thought, but I'm pretty sure he said sources. it was. Yes. Yeah. Was dad so not reliable source, but <laughs> that's what we call scraping the bottom of the barrel. No, dad, probably, was very dad since... probably saw you play with elastic pants <laughs> wrapping around your balls. There's uh, there's crocodiles in the dam and the elastic bands. I'm Sorry, not dad. a good combination with your crotch. I had to tie it down. It kept getting it kept coming up. <laughs> You'd actually do that to keep it up, I'd imagine. That's what? that's what tattoo artists do. Oh no, they do the actual dick. So if you want to get your dick tattooed, you have to get an erection, and then they put an elastic band around it or like something to keep I the blood. I haven't thought about dick. that. No. Yeah, Google. You can Google dick tattoos. Most of them are drag. a lot of dicks today. Yeah, no more dicks. But it's. But like he's going to want to use my phone and go gorilla dicks. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wouldn't think anything of it. No, no. she wouldn't. Yeah, we're like, no. Nah, sure, it's, it's not the worst thing she's found on your phone. This is just regular Tuesday for me. <laughs> Yeah, that was our episode for today. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can at least do it every two weeks if we come to challenges. Dad's always like, if someone can't sit in, I'm happy to sit in. I'm happy to feel in. And I'm just like, I don't have the energy. We're going to have another yet ski incident. <laughs> I don't think we have enough uh, space on the SD card for this one, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't forget to check out our socials that I listed before. Follow us. We're everywhere. You can get updates there. We post artwork and extra information sometimes, and we can interact there. Yep. Say hello down the street if you want. Yeah. People already come up, say hi. We're pretty approachable. Don't we'll only no scream at you once. No one knows what we look like. No, except they don't. people who know us. Know us. Yeah. And they don't count. Josh is like, don't fucking come near me. No one. <laughs> I'm <laughs> very approachable, but you won't be able to escape. <laughs> Bubble boy. <laughs> Just remember not to to fucking I don't know take every Bigfoot photo you see on these stupid Facebook pages as a real thing. No, keep an open mind, but not so open that your brain falls out. Think critically. If the aliens are very descriptive, they're probably not real. Yeah. Stay stay curious, but critical, right? Yeah. 
Do you believe in aliens? We need to put that on a shirt as well. We've got a lot of stuff we need to put on shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, guys. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't help yourself. <laughs>